Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Uh, thank you for downloading. Uh, show's pretty good today, uh, except Scott Phillips, the uh, Motley Fool, who normally comes on the show, bloody acted a fool over here. He's he ghosted us. He didn't come on. So What a joke. If you're listening to him, I guess go listen to his... Good oil podcast. It's probably what he was doing. It's it's budget day. Okay, yeah. so it's a big day in terms of money, and I actually it's have budget to out today. Today, okay, it comes out today, and so he's a busy guy. But I have to apologise this yes. cheap Tuesday. It's yes. been a while, but I have done something that I personally, I'm like, why have I done this? Yeah. I'm disgusted in myself yeah. over the spending lately. I also think it's like a, and they'll find out, but it's a once in a lifetime thing. I think I got caught up in that. And in hindsight, I'm yeah, like, you're an idiot. And you did too much for you and not enough for your loved ones. I know. I, like, think, I a, think you've really I'm stuffed up here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we will kick it off first uh, with Ben Harvey. Politics, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> It's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Michael Ross. Give me the news. The ICC says it's expecting a disappointing crowd of just 25,000 people to turn out for the Australia's must-win clash with Sri Lanka at Optus Stadium tonight. Many are blaming the game being on a school night, but I think people are just worried about being leaked once they're inside. Because <laughs> they'll go in. And the, the Optus will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, oh you take it away. 25,000 is all right, though. Yeah, I think that's what it was for Australia, England, yeah. uh, about a month ago. I think they're like they're expecting too much. Like, like, like it's Tuesday. If it was still at the Wacker, you'd be like, oh, that's nearly full. <laughs> yeah, because there's seven people inside. <laughs> that's a record. Uh, West Coast Fever CEO has declared players need to be better educated about the value of the sponsorship dollar after her club became collateral damage in Netball Australia's $15 million divorce with Hancock, Hancock Prospecting. She was quoted saying, money doesn't grow on trees. It grows in tiny little remote communities that we need to pillage. Nice. <laughs> that was very, uh, very political, very yeah. satirical. Look obviously. at me, bloody <laughs> ABC. Uh, I was trying to think of a station and I couldn't. <laughs> Sky News over here. There we go. Uh, radio <laughs> DJ Tim Goff has died live oh. on air during what? his breakfast shift in the UK. Yep, his colleagues say they were devastated and heartbroken with the GM saying he was just uh, worried if the ad break went to air or not. Yeah, That's what, That one is for us? Yeah, that one uh, is for <laughs> me and Michael. They'll be like, oh my God, block. they're dead. What about the spot block? <laughs> well, here it is. 6.23 on Triple M. Good times. Greatest hits. It's Mitchell and Michael. This weekend just gone. I was at the, the biggest one-day oh. ag show in Australia with, I believe, 15,000 people. Uh, from the region's head to the Brunswick Ag Show. You bloody look pumping. It's like when you find out your partner's cheating on you, but they look like they had a good time, and so you're kind of happy for them. <laughs> One of the most pumping places at the show, of course, is always Sideshow Alley. Was that so? There was a Sideshow Alley? Yeah, I was, it I, was a good Sideshow I thought it was just going to be like, ah, look at the world's biggest cow. <laughs> they did have that. They had the sausage eating competition and wood chopping. Really? But they did have Sideshow Alley with. Also, like quite an array of rides. Also, side note, the wood chopping, like that's a, uh, I really like that. I like, always watch it. Yeah. I made everyone say, I was like, no, we're going to have a what? Yeah, and they were yeah, doing yeah. the double saw. And I was like, yeah, you know, get in there. Yeah. Uh, but inside Show Alley, all the rides you could dream of. Mm-hmm. And then plenty of games as well. Okay. 
and you got the classics like you got like the clowns and you put the ball in the oh, mouth. The you got the the basketball with the ring that's too small. Yeah, where the ball is the exact size yeah. of the ring. And who got one? You got one. I did get one. You got one. Second go. And they had uh, the one where you like pluck a duck, and it's like, and all of these that I'm saying mm. had multiple. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you like lots of them. The classics. Yeah. The classics. Yep. Lots. There was one game at the show. That was only that was by itself. Yeah, you could only find it in one spot inside your alley, though. Inside your alley, yep. not many people seem to be playing it. I think I saw maybe one person have a go. Yep, and I think it's because I reckon there was like a cat amongst the pigeons, a, a wolf in sheep's clothing, a fake carny. I'm suspicious as to if this was even like. Approved. Okay. okay. So what it was, this game, were these wooden beams, and on the beams were empty bottles of like Corona and Jacks. Okay. And there was a there was a man with a scruffy beard. Yeah. And he only had like a couple of balls. All the other ones, lots of balls. Yep. And he's going like, ah, get up here, get a bloody throw, break the bottle, win a prize. And I could not see the prizes anywhere. You know, uh, they've always got the yeah, toys yeah, yeah, on yeah. show. There was nothing on show with uh, this one. And go to bloody win a prize, throw the ball, break the bottles. Break the bottles? So it's not even knock the bottle. It's, it's break, break the, the bottles. bottles. With children. Ah, get out of throw a ball and jack, see what happens. So was it just a guy that was like, I've spent too much at the pub <laughs> and I need to get some money <laughs> back? Can I take these, Jeff? Or, or he was tanked. Right, he's yeah. at the pub. He's like knocked a bottle off. Everyone's like, "Steve, you idiot!" And the bottles hit the ground, and it didn't break. And he's like, "I've got a bloody idea." <laughs> he's like, "These are tougher than they look." Yeah, and then hey. he put it up there, and then now he's charging everyone back. And I don't know, maybe, maybe this place you have like you got to pay your tick, but for beer. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine if you break one, do we all shout, "Taxi!" For us, I want to talk about my curtains. Oh. And you think when the curtains fall, they'll bloody sort out the creases. Not true. Uh, look, getting a lot of uh, hits on me curtain content on at Mitchell Tinley on, uh, on, on the Instagram. You can have your say. I tell you what, you can vote. Uh, look, I put up new curtains last week, got them for a bargain because Spotlight was going out of business. Yeah, nice. So one yeah. man's trash, another man's treasure, or one man's horrible, horrible... Uh, franchise failing is uh, my delightful <laughs> Sunday afternoon. Uh, they were like $400 curtains. Look, they don't fit my feng shui, but they were like $400 curtains, and I got them for like 40 bucks. I mean, how do you, how you, how do you say no? You don't look a gift curtain in the mouth. No. You know? you just, You'd you just find a spot it. for them. If you exactly. didn't have a cu- curtain rod, you'd use them as bloody bed sheets. Yeah, I was thinking about it. And look, they still have the box. If you can see there, you can still see the boxiness of the curtains. Uh, <laughs> also just too long. Oh, yeah, but it's like I've already chucked them up. Do you know how hard it is putting curtains up? Ridiculous. But then, like, I was like, oh, okay, I've got to sort this out. I'll do that next time. Uh, and you know me, I'm barely home. So I've had a lot of comments, okay? yeah. a lot of angry people, and people have their priorities on them, okay? So a lot of people are very angry that I have not ironed them. I've just sort of let gravity sort it out. And it's going to take a while. It, it is, it is. Yeah. But I like I thought it'd be a little bit quicker. But um, they still, yeah, look like they've been folded up in a box. 
then there's people really, really mad that I haven't hemmed them. Yep. I'm, I guess I'm in the hemming camp. Because it's like, yeah. it's, they're quite long. It's very budgy at the bottom. Yep. There's then people that would like me to entirely bin them. Why? They think they're ugly. Terrible. They're not ugly. They're not ugly. But they like dark, and people want like lighter curtains because they've got a black couch. Honestly, it's like the amount of... Look, it's the most no. Mitchell Tinley room you could think of. Well, this is the thing. It's like when you have a lot of girls that are like interior designers, like you think it's a good thing, right? Not in this situation. No. They're just hammering me. Now, then there's also... I've got the option to just, just leave them. Because I've got a lot of like, cruisy people on my Instagram as well. Yeah, I mean, they will relax over time. So I've finally relented and I've told me audience that uh, I will do one of four things today. Um, okay. I will either iron slash steam them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will either hem them. I will either bin them. I will either leave them. Now. You we- don't know how to hem them. So no, but I will. I will one? do it. Like I will take. That's what I'm saying. Like I will take it. To get glue I don't know how to. I, glue I don't know how to bloody iron them either. Like you know me, I'll probably put a piece of cardboard up underneath and just iron them while they're still up. Of course know? you will. Steam them. I don't know. I'll just like turn the hot water tap on and close the. You'll windows. take them to the sauna with. Yeah, you. yeah, exactly. So I don't really know, but I'll figure it out. So, one of four options. What's the most important for you? What are you thinking? Iron I, them, hem them, bin them, leave them. Uh, uh, the most important to me is the hemming, and I'd like to see what you would try to do mm. if you okay. were to fix their length. How Which is funny, how because you if, if you were to ask me, well, yeah. what I've been doing is just folding them under. Yeah. Yeah. it's <laughs> good enough. But do you, want to, do you want to know the results? Hem them last. Yeah, because it's, it's tough. But like, no, 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 but people are. like They'd rather the, you chuck them out. <laughs> it's, the, it's the thing that they would rather, they'd rather me, like, like he, making sure they're the perfect length, last on the list, hmm. you know. We then have coming in at fourth, leave them. Uh, sorry, third, leave them. So just don't do anything. Right? Yeah. So that's that people want something done. Bin them, second. So people want me to keep them. 33% of this audience is desperately wanting me. Just iron them. To iron or steam them. <laughs> now, I ask you, Michael Ross. Yeah. Do I iron or steam them? As a man, as it is cheap Tuesdays, yeah. bargain bin, laden, what am I doing? Ironing, steaming. What do you already own? An iron. Yeah, okay, well, then that's your bargain option. If you need a, Otherwise, you need to buy a steamer. You're not going to buy a steamer just for curtains. How much is a steamer? hundred bucks. Oh. Like... That's no. not buying your curtains. Get your iron. <laughs> and uh, you can make it steam. You can do steaming with an iron. Like by going... <sighs> yeah. Oh, no, like you mean the... the, the, the oh, iron. sorry, with the iron. Yeah. So I thought it meant with me. Um, okay, well, I'll report back tomorrow with mm. great curtain content. Or third degree birds. <laughs> One's a little bit different depending on where you go. What do you mean? Uh, in that, who you are like at work versus who you are at home. <laughs> Very different things. I wish. HR keeps telling me. <laughs> now I feel like I feel like I personally am in in the category big time of like I am a completely different person, like at home versus at work or out in. Bar. Yeah, as soon as you get home, I I have seen you crack open the Bundys. Yeah, you're like you Abby, get in the kitchen. <laughs> you know, yeah, I just I just revert. You yeah. know, I'm just comfortable. It's yeah. my safe space. Yeah, uh, no, but that's exactly what it is, and that like. I am, so this is why people are like, how did you get your wife? She seems lovely and fun, and mm. you are a piece of cardboard. It's because behind closed doors, I'm, I'm a lot of fun. I, so, oh, yeah? <laughs> because 
I, one thing I hate more than anything in public is dancing. I hate dancing in public. Okay. I hate dancing at parties. Like, as in you hate seeing people dance or you hate doing it? I hate doing it. I was at a Midnight Oil concert and I stood there like a bloody statue. Just bopping my head. That's the most you'll get out of But it's a Midnight Oil one. But it's Midnight Oil. I know. It was amazing. I'm just bopping my head. Peter Garrett doesn't even know how to dance in the (laughs) But I don't do it in public. At home, I dance all the time. Always dancing. Really? Yeah, dance all the time. Ah, mate, you got to take that mentality. Dancing to music. Dancing with my wife. Always dancing. In public, hate it. Like waltzing? Like, are you like... Sometimes. Like when my parents are like, yeah, got me a darling. They do like the Charleston. (laughs) Sometimes, you know, it's whatever it takes me, but it's like, but I won't do it in public. I'll put that away. That's not, that's not public, Michael. You know, that's I want to know about the different sides to people on one eight hundred zero double one triple six. Like, are you hiding a different side? Give us a call anytime on one eight hundred zero double one triple six. I want to know, like, are you hiding that uh, that other side to yourself when you're in public in the workplace? Are you actually hiding like the real? version of you. We've got Meg from Meg Thar on the line now. Meg, uh, a colleague of yours, you think that they're hiding a bit of themselves? Yeah, totally. Um, his name's Brett and we've got two different offices. One of them's pretty small and the other one's a bit bigger with a few more employees in it. Um, but in particular in the small office, he's just completely a different person. And he comes in and he's like whistling and singing and he's got a guitar kind of resting on his desk that he plays whenever he is bored. Um, he's got like a golf set on the floor <laughs> that he'll pick up when he just, I don't know, doesn't want to work anymore. And then when he comes into the bigger office, he's just, you know, suit and tie and very, oh. very oh. normal. So... And no one would ever know. Is he, you think he's faking it a little bit? Like he's not really as professional as he's acting? Yeah, no, definitely. He's just trying to hide the shenanigans that, <laughs> he, that he puts on. Do you ever feel like calling him out when he's in the big office? Like, you're faker. You don't really talk like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, nah, nah. I think. <laughs> I Let think him have his secret. I kind of like seeing the other side of him. Not everyone gets to. Are you the same? Like, do you do things different in the smaller office? No, I don't think so. What you see is really what you care. get. I don't really care that much. And I'm not a manager. He's a manager, so oh. he has to he has to impress, you know. Yeah. yeah. The more important you are, the more you have to hide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> hide your true self. Uh-huh. Thanks, Meg. Well, Michael, joining us on the line now is a man who found a sapphire worth $12,500 just sitting there in the soil while he's out specking, I believe it's called. It's Matt Betteridge from Betteridge Sapphires. Matt, what started as a hobby is now turning into a full-blown business after this find. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we do have a business. I, I do it, trying to do it for a living. We've only just come out here and started doing it. Um, and I'm surprised. Actually, I said I was going to make myself a name, you know, for finding sapphires, but I didn't think it'd be that quick. <laughs> <laughs> How quick was it? <laughs> Like, in terms of, oh, like, what you thought, when you thought, yeah, I'm going to go out, and when you finally got one. Oh, well, yeah, I was just going for an evening walk. I'm always looking. That's, that's the game. You're always, you're always looking. But, like, yeah, the torch just caught that glimmer, and um, I thought, bugger it, I'll, I'll record it. I've been trying to encourage people to come out, so I'm showing them how easy it is <laughs> to find them. And so I thought, bugger it, I'll race back to camp. I'm like, oh, yeah, go on, there's no one around. <laughs> Race back to camp, grab my phone, and you know, just record the thing. It's just another smaller piece, 
and yeah, it turned out a lot bigger. Is is it that like? Is it as simple as like shining a torch, or is that is that kind of yeah. really rare to find it like that? No, no, that's common. So some of the ground. Um, at one point, all these sapphires were on an ocean bed, and over time, the like mountains and stuff have pushed up, and what was low, you know, under the ground has eroded off the hill. So they're pretty much just coming out of the ground as it rains. Now, this one is pretty special for you, being the biggest one, and you don't want to, I've heard that you don't want to cut it, you don't want to do anything with it, you're just going to leave it as is. Yeah, so that there is um, definitely some facet-grade uh, crystal in it, um, but you can't see, obviously, with its size, you can't see right de- deep into it, so it could be worth a hell of a lot more um, in the facet side of things, but as a specimen, like as a crystal even, like it, it's really awesome just to leave as it is. Is the value of a sapphire what you love, or are you just like, oh, the glimmer of the rock does it for my soul? It's all the above, eh? <laughs> like, I mean, if you've seen some of the colours, I mean, our TikTok shows some of the ones my wife's been cutting are just unbelievable. It can be yellow with little green stripes in it. It can be, there's never two the same. And that they are so pretty, but the value does help. <laughs> now, uh, I mean, man, there's you... a lot of pretty rocks out there, but um, yeah. <laughs> The value help. Yeah, I'll swap you <laughs> for a shiny pebble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Betteridge Sapphires, you are on TikTok. You've got plenty of videos there and tips. What's uh, what's one of your simplest tips you can offer to a prospective specker? Oh, really just keep your eyes open. I mean, if you're in the right area in sapphire grounds, I mean, they could be anywhere. They literally come out of the footpath in the street, um, in the showgrounds. I've picked them up everywhere. Uh, just keep your eyes open and... Yeah, train your eyes, so, I guess. So I want to move to Queensland. So you need an actual fossicking ticket? Like, I can't just go in and, and start looking? No, so you do need a permit from the mines, but that's available um, here. Like They they um, they can do all that here at, like, uh, the Blue Gem, which is uh, Servo slash Caravan Park. Um, and there's a couple other places you can get that. Um, as well as, if you want to come out, you can come and camp straight on the sapphires, if you like. Um, just need to pick up that camping permit. Also, but yeah, it... they they they're very very cheap, very very cheap. They're not like something. <laughs> um, don't quote me on the price, but yeah, they're very very cheap. Is it hard to impress anyone with gifts now? Like, is it's like if they don't get a sapphire? <laughs> yeah, well, we've given a lot of family sapphires, and that's so. <laughs> cheap for me. It looks good for them. <laughs> Thanks so much for jumping on the show today. No worries. Now, Magaras, this. Is real life. Uh, I need you to get inside the minds of activists because okay. there was another work of art uh, that was damaged in a Berlin museum, a German museum, uh, to protest fossil fuel extractions. Now, yep. what do you think they threw at this? Now, uh, I don't know. My art uh, knowledge is was not it a Monet? No, it, it, it was a... Yep, it was a Claude Monet. Claude Monet. <laughs> a Claude Monet. <laughs> a Claude uh, Monet. Yeah, Claude Monet. What uh, they happened know? in German, Germany, which is wild. Sauerkraut. Germans are normally super chill. Uh, they no. They threw sausages on it. <laughs> they threw potatoes. Oh. Hot potato, hot potato. They threw mashed potato, hot potato, hot potato. on it. Wait, I think I've seen this. Like, why? 
it was the wettest mashed potato ever. If that was mashed potato... Oh, mum, take that back. Take it back. That was not mashed potatoes. That Jeez. was. Like... I thought you vegans knew how to make good vegetable dishes. <laughs> and this is what they said. They said if it takes a painting with hashtag mashed potatoes, they hashtagged it, or hashtag tomato soup, thrown at it to make... Hash brown tag. So- they go, to make society remember that the fossil fuel course is killing us all, then we will give you hashtag mashed potatoes on a painting. Okay. I mean, is that lost in translation? <laughs> I think it's. I, I think it's just as it is. do not understand German at the best of time. But what does that mean, mate? Like I'm. See, I actually like. I'm all for protesting of any like of any kind, whatever you like. Not me. I reckon just do what you're told. But like, <laughs> why did you why did you have to throw it on the painting? Like, because they then glued themselves to the floor. I'm pretty sure. Just glue yeah. yourself to the floor. But why potato? Well, because they're not going to use anything else, are they? They're not going to use any other products that could... Because you know a potato will probably have no fossil fuel emissions. It's just a spud, you know. But you can power a light bulb from a potato. So a potato is like the the energy that we're looking for. Renewable, is that like us, energy. Is that like us throwing a steak on something, though? Cause that's yeah, like as meat the, eaters. Yeah. Uh, so are they saying, like, I'm willing to waste the my only, meal? Yeah, the only food I can my eat. My sustenance. The only thing I can eat. To make this statement. Yeah. I'm now going to go to bed hungry. Yep. No, sorry, I'm going to go to bed Germany. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> A quick round. Oh, yeah, this is the trickiest, trickiest game that I believe you've ever brought to the show. Because sometimes songs remind you of other songs, and yep. so we're just playing. We're just going to play one round of it. So, like the the artist could be similar to the other artist. A mo- it could remind you of a movie. It could remind yeah. you of another song or there a is moment. A, there is a common like, thing. Okay, so like Vanessa Amorosi, absolutely everybody. Yeah, and you go and I go. What does that like remind me of? And you go, I don't know. And I go, Sydney Olympics. Okay. Yeah, you know, like that's yeah. that's what we're dealing with here. So it's very hard. Once you get it, you understand. Except I'm 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 stripping it down to what what song or artist does it remind me Good. of? Okay. okay. So okay. we have two songs that are reminding me of another song. First up, Under Pressure, Queen and David Bowie. The, the 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 amazing gifts of David Bowie and Freddie Mercury's voice. Oh. Yep, under pressure. And then I'm also listening to Simon and Garfunkel, another great duo. Bridge over troubled waters. Okay. So can you read my mind? Under pressure plus bridge over troubled water. Equals. What are you thinking? Oh, this one's tricky. This one's tricky. Um, Under pressure. Bridge over troubled waters. Under the bridge. Under the bridge. He's got it. (laughs) (laughs) See, it's good. It's good. You know, when it comes together. Yep. So I think it's got legs. I think okay. it gets another Sometimes way. it's it the song. Way. Sometimes it's the title. It's just whatever reminds me of it. I'm like, this is a very difficult you know, game. But it's it's possible. It's back for another week. 
It's, it? it's got it's got a pass for another week. It's back again next week. We'll see if we can step it up. You can't create the test and decide whether it passes or fails. <laughs> it's my game. It's my rules. <laughs> if you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your mates.